Remember when in the late 70s when the TV set in Ice Age was coming to take us out in 79? That was awesome. The Kate Daly Show starts now. There it is. The holy grail of Christmas gifts. The Red Rider 200-shot range model air rifle. Ralphie, what would you like for Christmas? Horrified, I heard myself blurt it out. I want an official Red Rider carbon action 200 range model air rifle. Ooh. No, shoot your eye out. I love that. Um, gone are the days. You know, I was reminded of this. Uh, it's so funny over the holiday season. Um, you know, these young families thinking that we can't have a single solitary gun in the house, even to play with, or our children will fall apart and melt and become violent creatures. And it's like, honey, they will make a piece of toast into a gun. Okay, they're hardwired to do this. And um, so stop denying that and get your kid a toy gun. It's okay. They're not going to become violent creatures. Oh, my gosh. I swear society is is something's very wrong with society where I just cannot believe some of the stuff I hear. Right. I don't, I don't know. Did you, You've seen this, I know, Milty, but yep. geez louise. Uh, today, of course, is a Monday, and you know what that means. That means we're bringing on uh, the fantastic Dr. Duke Pesta from the Dr. Duke Show. How are you, our favorite uh, university professor who actually speaks out and talks common sense? How are you? Well, well I, I mean... Calling me the favorite is difficult because how many do you, how many more do you know? <laughs> okay. All right. You have me there. <laughs> so I, I could but, be really crappy, but you, you can... still have to love me because well, I'm you're not the only like the one. rest of them. You're the only one of your kind. So we love you. And uh, no, I'm just teasing. Of course, you're one of my favorite uh, co-hosts because I just love the fact that you'll just say it how you say it. You don't care. You don't care. You're just like Uncle Milty. Uncle Milty doesn't care either. It's just, you know what? It's just, this is how it is. I love that about you. It's bold. Well, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, of course, Milty's a little senile, so he gets a pass. So I guess that's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. I okay. can't believe you said a little. A little. <laughs> <laughs> We're working on it. Um, all right. So I, I want to talk I, some, about something light for just a moment, and that is movies. Because I know um, all through the years, movies were a big deal on Thanksgiving weekend because we always thought that we were going to see a big movie. And then I looked at the sampling that they had, and, of course, Disney put up a movie. And... Um, and it tanked. Wish the movie tanked. And I, 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 I was just like, you know, Disney's having the worst several years because they're so woke. But I just wanted to get your take on some of the movies real quick for Thanksgiving. Well, Wish is interesting. And, and Ben Shapiro really laid that out. Uh, mm-hmm. It's really about anti-God. It's about how, and mm-hmm. you see this a lot. Yeah. Uh, do you guys remember about 20 years ago, the movie Hellboy? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was very popular. It had a sequel. Well, this is the same thing in Wish. It's Mm -hmm. this idea that the left puts out there that God, if he exists, is either a lazy bully or a tyrant. Mm-hmm. And so therefore, in, in Hellboy, God couldn't be bothered to save the world he created. Mm-hmm. So the devil had to come from hell yeah. to save us. That's so, so literally the devil's the only one who cares about us. In Wish, it's something quite similar. It's, it's the argument that God is uh, indifferent or God is 
uh, tyrannical and, and doesn't care. So the young princess is going to have to save the day. And, and what is the answer in the movie Wish? The answer is, is that if God exists, mm-hmm. then he should give everything to everybody every time. Whatever a person wishes, God should have given them. And because God didn't give people what they wished for, mm-hmm. this princess has to do it. And that, oh, that's geez. what God is all about. So no need for it. faith. No need for nope. faith. You ask, you get it, and that's our job being here on earth and our relationship nope. with God. We just He just no like sacrifice. a spoiled parent gives you everything you want. Yep, no sacrifice, no uh, uh, reaching out to others, no suffering, none of that stuff. It's all mm. about, mm. you know, Hollywood fixed the problem mm. of God. And, and you know, this, is, this goes back to the, <laughs> to the earliest days of monotheism, thousands mm-hmm. of years ago. Yes. The argument is, is that the only way God uh, is a good and just mm-hmm. God yeah. is if God makes us God like him. Yeah. And if God doesn't make us God like him, then of course he's a tyrant. Isn't this the argument how about how Lucifer became uh, uh, Satan, right? Mm-hmm. That uh, mm-hmm. Unless yeah. God gives us everything all the time. Right. And you see that in these other movies. And so it's a, it's a childish way to, again, plant in the heads of poorly mm-hmm. educated young children and young people that God's a monster. And it's what we used to call evil that's actually good now. Because evil delivers. Um, yeah, Uncle Milty. You know, this movie, Wish, first of all, the premise is that this young girl wishes on a star. Yeah, a, In a star. In 1939, mm-hmm. there was a Disney song. <laughs> <laughs> when you wish uh-huh. upon a star. Right. Yeah, so right. this is not new. This is just the modern version, version of the of song. Yeah. Well, the, the, the early 1930 version suggested mm-hmm. that there was a benevolent force in the universe who could grant your wishes. Yep. Yep. This one is that benevolent force is actually the dip, dip, dippy little princess, and God <laughs> is the anti-God. That's how yeah. it is. It's very pagan. Well, and did we expect anything different? No. Because, you know, it's kind of like the movie, and um, you, I think you missed a couple weeks ago, but we, I went down to the sphere in Vegas um, that had the, um, it looks like a world when you're landing. It looks like half the world, like Earth, okay? And it's this huge bubble, and you go inside and you see a movie, and the movie was this. We basically spawned, the Earth spawned us from basically like fish poop, like a cell that came, became a cell that became, we came from under the water to become like an elephant and an, and an ape. And then we became human, but we're like a toxic ant colony that needs to leave Earth because poor mother, who's the Earth, why that is, I don't know. But um, but but mother now, our nursemaid, um, thinks we're toxic and horrible and wants to um, get rid of us because we made Earth brown and we mined it to death. So could we please get lost and go to Mars and then visit once in a while? And that was the whole premise. Well, isn't it nice that uh, Mother Nature is now the, fir- the first abortionist, right? Yeah. She made a mistake. Yes. She's got a re- yes. We got to retroactively That's abort interesting all observation. human beings. Yeah, that's an interesting observation, Uncle Milty. I think the reason they use mother is because it's not such a direct confrontation with God the Father. Right, yeah, <laughs> and it's poor, vulnerable yeah. woman. Mm-hmm. And so, um, which actually I think it kind of represents Satan, really, um, because it's just worship the earth, no God. So, of course, Disney is going to take the atheist, trans, genderless world sort of mantra and then stamp it into our kids and they've been doing this with magic for a very long time since the inception of disney everything is about magic black magic all kinds of magic not god magic 
and I hope people realize that there's only one movie that Disney spit out and it's 30 minutes and it's called The Small One. And it's about the donkey that carries Mary. I started in an Amazon fulfillment center. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> kind of messed up a little bit there. We, uh, we just love hearing ourselves <laughs> talk so much. <laughs> Sorry about that. Okay. Back here, back here with Dr. Duke Pesta. Sorry. I, um, I had some feed coming through. We thought we would do a break. It's just one of those crazy, yeah, crazy moments. So sorry, sorry about that. And we have like we have like feed coming through. So I apologize. Anyways, okay, are you back with us? I am indeed. Okay, sorry about that. So let's continue because um, I I had kind of a little screw up in the studio. So we'll continue, but. For the sake of what I was just saying, the magic, the the overall tune of Disney has been this way since the beginning. I would never, ever look for anything else. And then, of course, there's a rumor that they want to do the next Frozen as the girl in the movie has like a little girl love interest. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that. Mm-hmm. Clearly, places like Disney are doubling down. The yes. more money they lose, I mean, Bud Light did it. They doubled down. And mm-hmm. so now Disney's doing it. And I just read today that Target just hired to one of its senior positions a trans man to deal with the new products. And so it's not enough to want to talk about black magic. How about Target with their uh, their Satanist creating clothes for children a couple yeah. months ago mm-hmm. and how that blew up and, the, and, they, and they lost billions of dollars for a, a term or two? Yeah. And what now? They hired an LGBTQ advocate, a trans guy, a man who thinks she's a woman, to now be one of the heads of product development. So you're going to see much more of this. They, mm-hmm. they, they've decided money is fungible, right? Right, right, Lose, right. Money, it's, it's, losing billions of mm-hmm. dollars pales in comparison to the pat on the head that you get from the socialist globalists. Oh, so true. And you saw Napoleon. How was that? You know, I was, you know, I I had my reservations. Um, It it should be the kind of movie that you would love to see about how a great man a flawed great man mm-hmm. rose to power and lost power. That's, that's a that's a universal story. Sure, sure. Uh, but it, but of course Hollywood did what it does, right? It they turned uh, um, Napoleon into kind of a milk toast. He was kind of uh, overpowered by his wife. He was mm-hmm. um, he was uh, petulant and childish and brutal. And, and it's, certainly there were aspects of that to his character. Mm-hmm. However. What they completely ignore, even the battles that he won, it mm-hmm. seems like he lucked out in them. Yeah. So they, they, they took what, what – this is what the left always does. They project femininity mm-hmm. on strong men in history, okay. and they, they scrupulously ignore – the stunning things that they did. They certainly have men, uh, all human beings have their flaws and the greater the man, the greater the flaws, but you don't get a sense of why anybody would follow him anywhere. I mean, <laughs> he, he was, they made him so right. uncharismatic, uh, just childish uh, that, that it's unbelievable that, that the guy that's in the movie, mm-hmm. the, the, the Joaquin Phoenix at his portrayal, it is absolutely impossible to believe that anybody would fire follow this guy guy anywhere he was yeah. just so weak and milk toast i wonder i mean if he had a lot to do with the interpretation of how that was going to be played uncle milty 
Yeah, it's it's. Uh, you didn't see it, that, did you? Did no, you see I the haven't plan? seen it. I I just mm-hmm. I decided not to when I realized Joaquin was. <laughs> Joaquin's a weirdo. I mean, yeah. come on. But the but guy's a weirdo. I understand exactly what Doctor Pesta is saying mm-hmm. because they do that with many many historical men. They do, don't they? Yes. You're right. That's a well, good point. And you think about this. Second, the women, unfortunately, down through history, men were more dominant, certainly in public offices. Mm -hmm. But it's amazing how it's always the woman behind the man, right, Mm -hmm. who is the real source of power. Yes. uh, That without this woman, the man could be nothing. And as somebody pointed, one of the critics pointed out, uh, this is a guy who conquered pretty much every culture in Europe, mm-hmm. uh, but he can't control his wife, right? I mean, right. the whole thing is, I mean, and this goes back to the founding fathers. Right. All our kids learn in school we're, is mm-hmm. that Thomas Jefferson owned slaves, we're gonna, but they don't learn the other thing. Yes, we're going to come right back on this. Of course we are. Hey, Daly Show, more with Dr. Duke Pest and Uncle Milty, so stay with us. Hey guys, if you love this show, please follow this advice. Go text Birch989898 and text my name, Kate. You're going to get some free information. It's super important. At least look it over. And uh, I would not be telling you this if I didn't honestly believe this would help you. Okay. They're going to help you with gold backed security in the money you have out there. Okay. And also, should you unload your money? What should you do? And depending on your age, there's different things. So please go do that. Text 989898 and text my name. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. KateDalyRadio.com. So glad to have you. Um, Speaking to a friend over um, Thanksgiving weekend, a dear friend who joined us for Thanksgiving. I've known my whole life almost. And and he said one of the best, he's a big investor. One of the best investments he ever made was gold and silver along the way. Um, It held its value. He's always been able to count on it. And as real estate and the economy go crazy, he was like, I have a lot of silver and gold. And that was his mainstay. And I so appreciated that advice. Please text Birch Gold at 989898. Text that number and text my name, Kate. That's all you have to do. You're, you're on your phone right now, guaranteed. So just text 989898. Let them send you some free information on what to do right now. The loopholes, the IRS loopholes, things to take advantage of. And of course, how to get free silver, free silver eagles when you take in a free way, which is awesome, right? So you can do this. You can do this for free. Take you, the things that the assets that you have, the things that you have, and get it backed by gold and silver. What do you have to lose? <laughs> Goodness, do it um, because it's an extra precautionary, and also it's a uh, a great way to solidify what you have and make sure that you keep it as we go into digital currency. So text ninety eight ninety eight ninety eight and text my name Kate. All right. So we're just talking about the movies. I just don't ever expect Disney to turn around. I think that Disney is going to continue to do Disney and it's going to be very harmful for the kids. And you have to be really, really careful. And we talked in the last hour, Dr. Pesta, about not giving them your eyeballs, not watching the Macy's transgender uh, parade, not 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 becoming part of all these things, because you don't. If you take away your attention, they lose money. And that's the heart. That's the root of all evil anyway. So that's the heart of why they do what they do. And, of course, culture change. But if we just stop engaging, I love that people aren't going to Disney movies. I love it. It's fantastic. Yeah, I think it's good. And 
the more of this, the better. The only thing yeah. we can do is vote with our feet. I mean, as I said in the the first segment, these companies are doubling down. It's not just in in retail; mm-hmm. it's in yeah. education. Yeah, all these protests, all this bad stuff, they're just doubling down. Mm-hmm. They the, the progressive left realizes now that there aren't enough. There's not enough cultural force willing to stand up to them. So yeah, they may lose, they may lose nine, ten dollars for this year, but they're going to keep doing this because yeah. uh, this is, they know that they seem, they, they have the high ground in the mm-hmm. culture and they're not surrendering it. Yes. They went with uh, Hunger Games as well. Hunger Games is very dark. I heard it's just a hugely dark, dark way. The prequel to the Hunger, if the Hunger Games wasn't dark enough, it's the darker prequel to the Hunger Games. Yeah. And then of course, um, I loved your, your guys' assessment on Napoleon and how they are making it so that men look fragile and weak and childish because it's the men are pigs. It's the men are pigs project that's been around since the 1950s. They have to make men pigs. So they have to go back in society and say that women still ruled the world. It's kind of like all of this sort of soft porn that they're serving up on Netflix. And they're saying that everybody that was British and in royalty was black. And it was all black and white marriages, right? If you go back in time, which we all know did not happen. But this is kind of where they, they have to create what they think history is. Yeah, this is, this is very Soviet. Yeah. You, you, it's not enough to win the present. Mm-hmm. You've got to erase the past. Yeah. Because once you win the present, then anybody with half an education could open a book and realize right. that your whole new premise is a lie. Sure. So you've got to systematically change history going all the way back. Yeah, so true. I'm sure you've seen a lot of changes, too, um, because we've been constantly fed this narrative that men are weak and feeble. And I'm sure you see that in the classroom. It surfaces in the classroom. The thing that gets me is, on one hand, men, the patriarchy built everything at the expense of women. Men created these civilizations that prejudice against women. Men, white men destroyed minorities and white men created all these technologies. On the one hand, you know, men, men are, white men are evil geniuses who hate everybody. On the other hand, and they, they never bother to explain the contradiction. On the other hand, all white men are fragile. Mm-hmm. They're effeminate. Yes. They're weak. They they're lazy. Mm. They they built nothing. Right. When you this the, the lie, right, that slaves built America. Are you, yeah. t- are you kidding me? Right. I mean, the idea that people who were locked away on plantations built the country. Yeah, they just didn't. But this is the lie that we're telling. Them, and right? women are always strong. No matter what, women were this were this pillar of strength. Women were strong, are strong, but they're not the strongest person in the room. Always. They're not the strongest person in in the room and we have to remember that history will paint it a different way history will always paint it and make sure that it is something that we see as different as we go back in history it's changing all the narratives it's changing everything and that is what is so crucial about understanding what they're doing with this with this history with this world be right back kate daly show kdalyradio.com kate thanks you guys
Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code, and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slipper slides and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order this is the Kate Daly Show. All right. I love it. Little Johnny Mathis for you. You can't do Christmas without Johnny Mathis. Anyway, um, I, uh, I'm so glad that you're with us. Please go to MyPillow.com and get some great Christmas gifts. These are some of the best gifts I've ever given. I've told you about the sheets. They are still amazing. I've had my sheets for five years. They still wash perfectly. Tell me any other sheet that does that. Um, so go to MyPillow.com and use the code Kate to keep us on the air. And uh, also, you'll be doing yourself a big service because are they marked down right now for Black Friday? Uh, yes. And uh, Cyber Monday, whatever it is. Anyways, you guys, go to MyPillow.com. Code word is Kate. It'll give you the most savings. But get those Christmas gifts. The robes are like like fancy hotel robes. They are amazing. And the slippers are to die for. Four layers of incredibleness so all i'm saying is my son i noticed that he was wearing his slippers to our vacation up at thanksgiving and i said you just love these slippers and he goes they're my favorite they're my go-to's i wear them all the time and my son's 25 years old and he just loves them and wears them out and so i'm just telling you they're awesome go to mypillow.com also go to the new american too you'll love their reporting i love their reporting i've been going to them for 13 years on the radio and i love their reporting they're just incredible um and so and so um, Dr. Pesta, tell us one more thing about Napoleon that you noticed, because I do find this really interesting what they turned Napoleon into, for sure. Yeah, and in the, the movie, this is I do think this is important. Uh -huh. um, so the, the one scene to me that sums up what, what Napoleon was really about, at mm -hmm. least the Hollywood version, is uh, Napoleon sitting next to his future wife, Josephine. Mm -hmm. And so uh, she at one point opens her legs, mm -hmm. she's naked underneath, yep. and she says to him, go ahead and look at it. <gasps> Once you see it, you'll never want to stop seeing it, right? Okay. So in other words, okay. and of course, he, he, he it's the moment that her, literally, not figuratively, her sex conquers him, right? And so uh, from that moment on, he's kind of her thrall, right? <laughs> but literally, she opens her legs and says, look at it. Right. You know you want to look at it, and you'll never not want to look Vulgar. at it. And, yeah. and, and of course, this great conqueror of men, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This modern-day Alexander the Great, he just crumbles into this little puddle of love sickness. like male, metrosexual male, that yeah. kind of thing? Yeah. <sighs> 
oh, they're, they're just going to keep doing this over and over and over again. I hope people realize that it's an actual project. It's called Men Are Pigs. It's a, it's a project done by those that love to change culture. And a lot of this stuff started in the 50s and 60s when they started changing culture and sending the messages through media. And it was to make men look weak and that women rule the world and that men will do anything for a woman. And it's not it's just not true. But they, they have to portray it like this. Well, it's not even for a woman. It, mm-hmm. It's as this movie pointed out, it's for a body part. Yes, I mean, a body the part. Idea, the case. idea of men Over. doing things for women is yeah. kind of romantic, right? Right, right. Uh, the, 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 but this is this is worse than that. This is a little spoiled boy, not a great emperor, mm-hmm. who is fixated with, with, with what's between a woman's legs. And that that rules his destiny. The whole thing is it's, stupid. It's ridiculous. Um, and by the way, mm-hmm. he spent most of his time away from her yeah. conquering other nations. The idea that he was some... Uh, blank whipped person right. to sit at home following his wife around is nonsense. He yeah. spends most of it, their married life together yeah. on campaign doing manly things. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, a lot of the historical dramas, watch for this in the historical dramas that you watch, even on PBS, they, they, they taint the men in almost in the same way. And it's always the women that rule. And it's just an interesting way to go look at history through the eyes of 2023 and try to paint some weird imaginary history into our movies. And this is why whenever you watch something about history, you have to go in knowing that half the movie, they are probably either faking their imagination. They're, they're, they're putting out a narrative that's not correct and question, question, question. I can't even watch a documentary anymore without questioning at least half of it. And whether you're talking about racial minorities Mm -hmm. or women or LGBTQ or trans people, here's Mm -hmm. the narrative. They are one at the same time, the most victimized people in the history of the world Mm -hmm. and the greatest achievers and heroes. Sure. And of course, that's the that's the very Soviet nature of this revisionist history. Right. Mm -hmm. That that one in the same time you can be completely victimized and then requiring all this empathy and sympathy. And yet the only true heroes, which means you are the conquerors. And you see how if you stop and think about that for more than one second, you realize it's complete BS. Right. But it's amazing. That's that's that idea is this is this is identity politics. This is what our kids have been learning for 25 years. Mm -hmm. As long as you are not a cisgendered white male, Mm -hmm. you are a radical victim. You Mm -hmm. have no hope. You have no help that the whole world is against you. You bear the world problems on your shoulders. On the other hand, we tell you that. But you're heroic. Even though you're being persecuted, you are the heroes. You are the ones who built the country. You're the ones that you're the woman behind the man who gets all the credit. It's Mm -hmm. that endless lie, the, the almost satanic lie right. that they do over and over again. Tell me a little bit about the attack on Easter and Christmas. I found this to be kind of interesting. Yeah, well, yeah. we don't need this program of, of revisionist history, of mm-hmm. course, Kate. It's bigger than just the male figures of Western culture. It also is our greatest religious and ritual mm-hmm. uh, uh, holidays, too. Are we surprised that mm-hmm. as, as, as Thanksgiving just winds down that we have Virginia, a Virginia superintendent? This is mm-hmm. otherwise I wouldn't have bo- bo- uh, bothered with this story, but mm-hmm. this is the superintendent of Loudoun County. This is where 
where the uh, trans boy was allowed into the girl's bathroom to rape two girls, and they, they covered it up. So the superintendent there says, quote, they're, they're stopping at all uh, Thanksgiving uh, celebrations. And the reason why, uh, that many in public schools don't celebrate Thanksgiving. Many of our American kids don't do that. And so therefore, it is a exclu- an ex- it's not inclusive. And ask yourself this question. They did the same thing across the country with Halloween mm-hmm. because not every culture celebrates Hall- Halloween. We no longer let, can let kids dress up for Hall- Halloween in the schools. And uh, you will not be surprised to know that now that we've turned the corner mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving, now they're coming after Christmas. Yep. So the, the Canada, the entire country, their federalized human rights commission says that Christ- Christmas and Easter holidays amount to systemic religious discrimination. So because not everybody's Christian, Mm -hmm. we should not publicly celebrate those uh, holidays, and we certainly can't give federal holiday status to them to have people stay home from work. Systemic religious discrimination in Western cultures for daring to to revere Christmas and Easter. And you know what they're doing, right? Yes. The the rights of the non-Christian, notice, the non-Christians are victimized by Christianity, by Easter, Mm -hmm. by Christmas, even though no minorities are really saying that. But they're victimized and they're heroic, too, because the white liberals in Canada and that – that Justin Trudeau, Trudeau mm-hmm. the white liberals have decided that they'll mm-hmm. act on behalf. It's like it's like the renaming of all the Indian team mascots, right? right. A, a survey came out that something like nine out of ten Native Americans weren't bothered by the Washington Redskins. They weren't bothered bothered by uh, Native American mascots, mm-hmm. but. All those liberal white women at the NCAA Mm -hmm. insisted that they were the heroes fixing that. So we shouldn't be surprised. The pressure put on Christmas and Easter in particular are coming really fast. Even that culture war is is not by any means over. Yeah. It's so sad to me what they've done with Thanksgiving. I I don't know. I think we'll all get along much better by hiding our (laughs) beliefs and thoughts from each other and just pretend we all think alike. Oh, well, don't worry. No. When Islam is ascendant in the West, they'll be very tolerant about holidays, oh, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One of my fears, actually, one of my fears, um, they are, uh, I've quickly taken over a large population, you know, the largest population, populated religion, haven't they? Haven't they overtaken? I thought they've overtaken. Maybe well, not yet. Well, if you, if you, if you, so if you get rid Sickening. of forced conversions, mm-hmm. no, they haven't. Okay. Uh, there's okay. about the, uh, there's about an, what 1.6 to 1.8 billion right. Christians and roughly right. the same Muslims. Yeah. Interesting. Well, there's a war. That war on Christians is going to just keep heating up. Be right back. Kate Daly show more with Dr. Duke Pesta and Uncle Milty. We'll be right back. KateDalyRadio.com. Now. I never said I was retiring. I'm refiring, and I need fuel for that. I'm taking my balance in nature, and it's making a difference. I'm writing. I'm directing. I'm living my life. Blah, blah, boo. As a special holiday offer, get $25 off plus free fiber and spice with your first preferred order of fruits and veggies. This offer can end at any time. Call or go to balanceofnature.com. Use t- 
This is the Kate Daly Show. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Now it doesn't show signs of stopping. A little buble for you, let it snow. I was just kind of commenting on the fact that um, off the break, on the break, that uh, to these wonderful gentlemen that I get to do the show with today, Dr. Duke Pesta and Uncle Milty, that um, they were they were saying how the snow was crippling and it's their new word for <laughs> snow. Let it snow as if snow in Buffalo has never happened, but this year it's crippling. And I just found that to be such an odd way to categorize it. But they have to paint the weather as very dramatic. Other, you know, they got to get the ratings, number one. And might, people might think it stops there. But really what it does is paint a picture for climate, climate nut well, jobs, right? So, yes, of course. Just, and it, this is this is the the control of language, right? Yes. Uh, it, it, because that, this began when we yeah. when we changed it from global warming yeah. to climate change, right? Yes. Because climate yes. change. Oh, it's snowing in the winter. Yeah. It, you know what? Two months ago. In September, it wasn't snowing. It's yeah. snowing now. And, so <laughs> don't just see, don't just, and you know what? You know what? In two more months, it's going to get warm again. And oh, you know my gosh. What? It's, it's going to rain one of these days. You mean there's four seasons? I always yeah. thought there was just like Stuff one happens. and that it, we're on the precipice of only having one season. So and, and I, I, would, I, I teased you about this before we got back on the air. But isn't the word crippling discriminatory? Isn't it anti <laughs> One would think. The other abled, uh, people who are otherly abled. I mean, can we stop calling it crippled? I mean, it seems to me that we're just off. Oh my gosh. You're just never woke well, enough, are and, you? And um, Uncle Milty, Uncle Milty, go ahead. Uh, I just, uh, you know, I lived in Rochester, New York until I was yeah. 10 years old. Yeah. And we had winters when we played in 10-foot snow I know, drifts. but you didn't know it was crippling? <laughs> you were we, just having fun? We thought it was fun. Yeah. Well, I, I noticed something that I was I was forced to watch the news um, in, in uh, out of Salt Lake City um, on vacation. And it was interesting because they were saying that, that, you know, we had air pollution. So you were either unrestricted or restricted. And it was like, you're never just a free person choosing anything. You're, you're unrestricted. That means the government still has control. Control, but right now you're okay. You don't have to do anything. Um, but but it is going to be restricted pretty soon. So government always has control is the message. And you're never a free citizen that gets to make a choice. So I just the way they word stuff drives me crazy. But you or, also or the fact oh. that uh, that that your money is their money. <laughs> yeah. They let you have or yeah. your private property is really <laughs> yes. their property. They allow you to yes. occupy. Yes, yeah. they've lent it to you. And believe me, they're all a club in politics. But you were talking on the break. You had a comment. You know. <laughs> A month ago in the National Women's Soccer League Championships, oh, no. <laughs> Megan Rapinoe oh, went down with an injury in the first six minutes of the match. Mm-hmm. She's terrible. Mm-hmm. She was injured. Now, this is a person who has always claimed there is no God. Yes. All of her success, all of the mm-hmm. good things in her life came from her efforts alone. Right, right. But she gets injured and she says, that's proof that there is no God because something bad happened Oh, to me. Megan, paint the rainbow on your head and just go away. We're so tired of Megan. Are it, we not? Little well, atheistic she, Megan. She's retiring. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> I just got to say, I'm going to hate you forever, Milty, for using the phrase, Megan Rapinoe went down. Just don't ever do it again. I, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm anyway, uh, family show. So, but oh my, my gosh. point is this, yes, right? Yes. Notice that you kind of hit on this, Kate. Notice mm-hmm. that 
all the good things that happened to her. She uh-huh. was athletic. She was mm-hmm. popular. She made millions of dollars. She won world championships. None of that had to do with God. None of that. No, she's kind of no a terrible gratitude. human being. Mm-hmm. It only... It only she only thinks about God when she has her final injury, yeah. and so that that's when God is responsible, right? Yeah, I always think it's so odd when people blame God for all the things that happen, and they never blame the other sources, if you know what I mean. But it's yeah. always God's nope. fault, and you know some of the things that we go through, and even if you're going through a tough and challenging time right now know that sometimes those things are for our benefit. That's when we learn character is going through the rough times. That's when we learn how to become a better human being is through the rough times. It's never when everything, let's go back to wish. When when she gets everything and, and really the only source for God is when you're getting everything. And we don't learn anything during, when everything is given to us, like spoiled, petulant children. We're, that's not where you learn, and that's not where you grow. Think about your own life. Everything in your own life, the tests, the bad things, the horrible things, showed you compassion. They showed you how to serve. They show you how to love more and love deeply. They're all for our benefit. I, I think sometimes we lose sight of that. Uncle Milty? Without suffering, yeah. there can be no joy. Yeah, without suffering, no, there can be true. no joy. And I, I tell my university kids directly to their faces, mm-hmm. you're a bunch of little atheists. You you want to make it clear that you, you're too smart to believe in anything. Yeah. So then why aren't you pissed off about Mother Nature? I mean, mm. you all worship the earth, right? You're good little yeah. environmentalists. Right. How come Mother Nature only created male and female? How come uh, Mother mm-hmm. Nature didn't give us all the same talents or IQs? Uh, why did yeah. M- Mother Nature have to have multiple skin colors right. and, and risk discrimination? You, the things that you will blame on God, you ignore when it comes to nature. Why? Because you, you're comfortable believing only in nature, but Mother Mother Nature is kind of a discriminatory, discriminatory monster, isn't she? Yes. I mean, she didn't give us all the same things. The same same things that Wish is telling you about God, right? The movie Wish, mm-hmm. that God's mean because he doesn't give us everything the same way. Yeah. Everything we want. Well, Mother Nature doesn't give you anything you want. And yet you're not mad at her. You, <laughs> you good see point. her as the compelling mother who loves everybody. Oh, in the sphere, it was, she was our nursemaid. She is the one responsible for us. And we erect monuments to glorify her. And I mean, I'm doing the voice from the yeah. sphere. It was very weird. Uncle Milton. I just want to know why Mother Nature doesn't take control and fix climate change. <laughs> well, why is she mother? The, the federal government yeah. under Biden got rid of the word mom because yeah. it's uh-huh. discriminatory. Mm-hmm. Why? Why is it? Why is she? Why can't she be gender neutral nature? Why can't she be <laughs> binary fluid nature? Why are we? Why you're are asking we so too many to be... good questions, is what it is, Pesta. Okay, uh, it's too many good questions, and you're so right about the fact that they, they never blame nature or the earth. These earth, earth worshippers, they blame God. It, it's funny because when you worship the earth, God doesn't exist. It's only the earth. Yeah. So why don't they? say that they don't they well, can't their logic ma- is just bizarre i another may i make another point to these kids too about what you just said um you know if if mother nature is everything if she's your god isn't she the weak god because i mean if mm-hmm. if she created us and we scrawling ants on the we human yeah. ants on the planet mm-hmm. if we can destroy her mm-hmm. aren't we more god than she yes. if she made us but we can destroy her yep and the other question is this if the earth spawned us um <laughs> from fish poop <laughs> then um how come we never kept evolving how did we land at human and stop? And I show well, me another species that evolves into another species. 
Well, what they would say, I think, is that mm-hmm. um, we've only been around in this form for a couple hundred thousand years, right, given right. time. But my, I do the other argument. Why was why were there 240 years of dinosaurs? Uh-huh. And at the end of and at the end of that 240 million years, uh-huh. dinosaur brains were the same size they ever were. <laughs> I mean, we, we've been around 200. This accounts years for Biden. <laughs> this will explain Biden. Right. Uh, thank you so much, Dr. Pesta. We're out of time. Thank you so much, Dr. Duke Pesta, and of course, Uncle Milty. So thank you so much. We'll be back tomorrow and uh, can't wait to enjoy a few hours with you tomorrow. So KateDallyRadio.com. Make sure and share the show on social media. We sure appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, and be faithful. Be fearless. Discount code Kate.